This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. What's up, everybody? Pastor David here. Super excited to be jumping into this chapter of Scripture with you here on Morning Breath. If this is your first time checking out Morning Breath, what we do is this. We read a chapter of the Bible the night before, and then we read it again the morning of, and we listen to what God is breathing. You see, you know, um, when God breathes, it also translates over as spirit, the spirit of God, well, what he's saying on our hearts. And then we come into the studio at our Maryland location, myself, usually Pastor Dan on Thursdays, um, and we talk about what, what God breathes on our hearts or what God said to us, you might say. And it's nothing super prepared. We don't dig into the Greek and the Hebrew. This is not a message. It's just people that love Jesus um, talking about what the Word of God says and applying it to our lives. And it's something I su- really super enjoy. Uh, morning Breath is probably one of my favorite parts of the week. And I am so stoked about today's episode. We have Ruth Four, and man, I am here with one of the most incredible young ladies I have the honor to serve with. She uh, she is a worship leader at our church, the Vieira Location Worship Leader. She's done so much stuff. She's the mezzanine worship leader. She just got married a little bit ago, a couple months ago. It was an incredibly beautiful wedding, and now her and her husband are, are on that wonderful journey of marriage. And Shanna Langston, how are you doing? I'm doing great. That's the first time on Morning Breath we've said Shanna Langston. I know, it's crazy. How are you doing this? How's married life treating you all two months? It's amazing. Praise they say God. marriage is like the best, but it's like literally the best. And a house? You guys got a house? We did. We bought a house in January and we've been fixing it up ever since. <laughs> Come on. It's the best memories. It's the Nancy and I like going and doing different stuff and our progression in life. Best memories, best memories, best memories. Lots Love of paint, it. lots of boards, lots right. of nails. <laughs> <laughs> lots of really loud discussions about what should happen. <laughs> so I uh, tell you what, Shanna, tell them how they can jump in and how they can find out how to plug in with um, Morning Breath. Absolutely. If you want to get connected with this, it's uh, you can go to our East Coast app. You can download that or you can go to our website, eccc.us, for more info, our events, past sermons, and more Morning Breath episodes. You can also find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube. Or you can also call 321 452 1060, and we will email you and mail you with more information about East Coast. Boom. Love it. I tell you what, if you're listening to this right now and you didn't know, we are fully meeting again in person and our our capacity is 75% for the buildings, which makes for comfortable seating. So come on to any of our locations, our Coco, our Vieira, our Merritt Island locations, if you are COVID conscious and you're still kind of you know, concerned about stuff, we do have seating for you as well. We are definitely, you know, we're not just throwing everything away on the level of safety. We are very concerned as well. And we have um, some safe seating for you and everything's washed out, clean and, and, and all the stuff we need to do to keep everybody that comes in our buildings absolutely safe so you can worship God with with your mind, just being heart, just being focused on him. I tell you, what, we got some like really cool. I'm going to say Halloween events. Don't let that like make you spin out of the pocket. Like it's like our church is celebrating Halloween. Like most churches in America, these are all safe alternatives to maybe crazier stuff for Halloween. And uh, we have one going on, one going on in the Vieira location. Shannon, yep. tell them about it. It's called Family Fun Day. It'll be a drive through edition of Family Fun Night. It's on October 31st at the Vieira High School, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
Now, you're doing some music at that, aren't you? Yes, we will have live worship with uh, me and Pastor Chris and a team of ours from every location. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. I know I'm going to be there, too. I'm stoked. We uh, The Mezzanine's going to be there. It's our young adult ministry, and they're going to be dressed up like uh, Monsters, Inc., the movie. Monsters the, University. Monsters University, correct, yeah. which will be super fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Nikki Maffei was heading that up. I think and we're going to have some dinosaurs. Yeah, Avenue Worship monsters. Center. Coming in strong as dinosaurs. I'm looking for a Chris Pratt outfit now. We might even I, have some astronauts, something crazy like that. It's going to be cool. I heard a hot tub's going to be there as well. What? I wonder if it's going to be a hot tub time machine. Who knows? But it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> safe for the whole family. Bring the kids out. It's going to be a great, great event. That's, a, you know, 11. We have another one as well. We have our Concert and Cars Fall Edition. It's once again, on Saturday, October 31st, it's going to be at our Merritt Island location, the Parkway Worship Center. It's going to be from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. And what you'll do is you'll pull up into our Merritt Island location. We'll have a concert for you while you stay in your cars. You're able to have, like, a worship experience. And then, likewise, we'll have an area with trunks open. And as you drive through, you can get candy and the kids can be excited and have a really cool, really neat um you know, day, family fun event. So that's what we have going on on October 31st. And just another thing cool before we jump into Ruth, the fourth chapter, we are, we got, we're going to be building a building in yes. Vera. That's so incredible. Soon. I know, man. So How excited are you for that, Shanna? Very excited. You know, as we've been talking about the build and the legacy offering and um, just knowing that this is a place where people will raise their children, like raise their families and the legacy that we get to pour into is just um, amazing. Absolutely. I mean, speaking of families, they're going to be, you know, touched by this. There's, there's proven facts and numbers and statistics that say that a local church greatly impacts every element. An active, healthy local church greatly impacts the 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 local community, and I'm excited. Your family at the Vieira campus, Steve and Paula, mm-hmm. and, and and you know all the rest of the families that have been working so hard at our Vieira location at Vieira High School are going to get a building, and the whole Vieira, the whole city of Vieira is going to be blessed. So I'm super excited Absolutely. about that. Well, I tell you what, Ruth, the fourth chapter, talking about legacy, talking about legacy, talking about family. Yes. Talking about buildings. There actually are no buildings, but there's city <laughs> gates in this one. So I tell you what, Shannon. You got the first 10 verses? Yes. Then I say to you, ma'am, read ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chapter 4, Boaz marries Ruth. Boaz went to the town gate and took a seat there. Just then the family redeemer he had mentioned came by. So Boaz called out to him, come over here and sit down, friend. I want to talk to you. So they sat down together. Then Boaz called 10 leaders from the town and asked them to sit as witnesses. And Boaz said to the family redeemer, you know, Naomi, who came back from Moab. She is selling the land that belonged to her relative Elimelech. I thought I should speak to you about it so you can, so that you can redeem it if you wish. If you want the land, then buy it here in the presence of these witnesses. But if you don't want it, let me know right away because I am next in line to redeem it after you. Then the man replied, all right, I'll redeem it. Then Boaz told him, of course, your purchase of the land from Naomi also requires that you marry Ruth, the Moabite, the Moabite widow. That way she can have children who will carry on her husband's name and keep the land in the family. Then I can't redeem it. The family redeemer replied, because this might endanger my own estate. You redeem the land. I cannot do it. 
Now in those days, it was the custom in Israel for anyone transferring a right to purchase to remove his sandal. I flipped too early his sandal, and hand it to the other party. This publicly validated the transaction. So other family redeemer drew off his sandal as he said to Mo, to Boaz, you buy the land. Then Boaz said to the elders and to the crowd standing around, you witnesses that today I have bought the land from Naomi, all the property of Elimelech. Then the elders and all the people standing in the gate replied, We are witnesses. May the Lord make this woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, for whom all the nation of Israel descended. May you prosper in Ephrath, Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. And may the Lord give you descendants by this young woman who will be like those of our ancestors, Perez, the son of Tamar, and Judah." So Boaz took Ruth into his home, and she became his wife. When he slept with her, the Lord enabled her to become pregnant, and she gave birth to a son. Then the woman of the town said to Naomi, Praise the Lord, who has now provided a redeemer for your family. May the child be famous in Israel. May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age, for he is the son of your daughter-in-law, who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. Naomi took the baby and cuddled him to her breast, and she cared for him as if he were her own. The, the neighborhood woman said, Now at last Naomi has a son again, and they named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse and the grandfather of David. This is the genealogical record of the ancestor of their ancestor Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amminadab. Amminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salom. Salom was the father of Boaz. Boaz was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of David. Ah. Man. Man, nice. Here we go. So unpacking Ruth four is this is actually there's a lot in this scripture that 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 you could look over and just be like you know this is kind of like a story. It's kind of like the happy ending that the the happily ever at, after for Naomi and Ruth and their journey. If you've been walking through Ruth, the book of Ruth, with us here, the final chapter of the book, but it's actually a lot more than that. All right. It's actually a lot more than that. You actually see a full picture of grace here inside of this chapter that when going into this, Boaz is doing something. He is coming in front. He's doing the right thing. He is coming out and he is going to make everything right. He is going to acquire uh, Ruth as his wife and the land and take everything in the perfect order. Now, here is the picture you have to understand because this is a template and a picture of Jesus Christ. This is a template and a picture of the grace that we walk in. Ruth is a Moabite, all right, which means she is not worthy. She is not able and she is 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 like us, a broken, lost sinner who cannot help herself in this situation. Naomi, though, is of Israel, all right? So what happens is now there is someone in, in, the, in the Jewish law, it's called a family redeemer, as we'd see in other translations, a kinsman redeemer can come in, and if you are widowed, they can then, they get the first right to redeem your land back to the family and redeem the wife back to the family because it, they didn't have 401k plans back then. They didn't have Publix and Chick-fil-A, all right? They didn't have <laughs> stuff like that, all right? So this was huge because 
in essence, Naomi and Ruth were given a death sentence because they had nobody to take care of them. And just like us, outside of the grace of Jesus Christ, we have a death sentence because we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, here's the picture, full picture of grace. Is that Boaz says, hey, in front of these witnesses at the city gate in a public manner, all right, in a public manner, he reaches out to the first person who has the right to redeem Ruth and Naomi and the, and the land and the situation. That first kinsman redeemer is like, sure, I'll do it. He's a good guy. But then he hears of the Moabite. Then he hears of a marriage. And he's like, oh, man, this is just really going to mess up my inheritance for my kids. That picture is this. That picture, that first person in, that first redeemer, that first person of the family is the law. The law is able to point out, is able to come in, is able to point out sin. It cannot take it on, is able to point out sin, okay, but it cannot redeem. Notice that. It can point out sin, but it cannot redeem. Where, as in Boaz, as a template of Jesus Christ, is able to see the foreigner, do the right thing, and with no sin, fully redeem. And that is the grace and relationship that we see here in the book of Ruth. And that I am super grateful for, that God is not looking at us and saying, you're a foreigner on my land, that you know what, you're going to be a slave or you're going to be a dog or you're going to be an enemy. He's actually saying, you know what, I am righteous and I'm going to do what is right and I love you and I'm going to bring you in as a part of my family. And I love that about the book of Ruth. Shannon, what, what was standing out to you? What'd you like? What stirred up on your heart? Yeah. So if you're reading through this four times, it says that she will be redeemed with a son to carry on the family name. Hmm. And that is just so important. There's only 22 verses in this chapter and it says that four times. Wow. And you know, when it's repeated in the Bible, it's super important. The reason why that's so important is because this is the lineage of Jesus. Come on. And so the fact that this was two women who had that death sentence, like Ruth wasn't like, she was a widow. Like there was no lineage to come after that unless they were redeemed by Boaz. And so I just love that there seemed to be no way for them to continue the lineage of her family, yet God made a way for that to happen mm -hmm. so that Jesus's lineage would continue. I know. That's such a cool picture. And I love that we were talking about, we were talking about this beforehand, and and um, Shanna brought up something I thought was kind of cool that, like, you know, in a previous chapter, you know, Ruth would, like, sneak into Boaz's tent or slide into his DMs, however you want to look <laughs> into it, and... And Boaz says something really powerful to Ruth. He's like, you could have chosen some of these other younger guys. You could have, you know, gone a different route and and you didn't. And Ruth was showing her faithfulness to doing the right thing and and being faithful to Naomi. Because at the very beginning, her word to Naomi was like, you know what? I'm not going to leave you, Naomi. I'm going to stay with you. She, she, like the other, other women, could have went back to her homeland, but she chose not to. So there's a lot of integrity here. And if you're struggling in your faith, check your integrity, all right? I know you might be like, hey, the, I'm covered by grace. Uh, grace covers everything. Yes, grace does cover, but it's not a gift card to sin, 
all right? Because when we choose to sin and when we choose to compromise our integrity, it actually hinders our faith because we either have to lie to ourselves or we have to convince ourselves to lie to God to do this thing to escape the conviction that is coming in and about us that we're actually and it's not to make us it's not to, to make us feel shame all right it's not to heap shame on us but if it's it's to say hey we're not living to the righteousness that God has called us to it would be like I love to barbecue I, I love to do it and um it would be like if I barbecued some amazing steaks for Shanna you know you you and Logan nice. came over big old steaks and all of a sudden I look over and Shanna's like eating out of my garbage can <laughs> I would be like, Shanna, why are you eating out of my garbage can? And she'd be like, oh. And I'd be like, no, no. We would not make her feel – well, I would pick on her for sure. But, <laughs> but we would say, no, no, no. You have so much better over here. All right? Lots of times as, as believers, we mistake conviction for condemnation yes. where conviction was is sent and meant to inspire us to make a change. All right, to make that change in our life. And because Ruth and Boaz were people that walked in integrity, you got to see the promises of God, the fulfillment of God, that the restoration of God, the redeeming of her family, all was able to flow in so much easier because of that type of heart set and that type of spirit um, and in them. So I want to encourage you today, man. Look at that in your life. Don't, don't, don't help anybody. Don't be somebody else's Holy Spirit police. All right, you just be yours, all right, and look at that. And don't walk in shame either. What about you, Shan? What, what else jumped out at you? Well, just jumping off of what you just said, I mean, the difference between the condemnation and the conviction is condemnation always points out what you did wrong, like the first redeemer in the story. Like, she was she was the outsider. Like, he, he she was a burden to him. And that's what condemnation does. It points out all the things that are wrong with you when conviction encourages you in who you are in Christ. Just like Boaz was like, I want to do this. This is, this is something I want to do. I I want to love this family and, and jump in and help. You know, what's cool about this chapter too, is that this lineage that gets laid out is that we're actually able to take it and look at other areas where lineages are declared Mm -hmm. and we'll say, wow, Hey, the one in Matthew, the one in Luke, the one in other areas of the Bible, match this. Yes. All right? Because this is not the same author as those other authors. They didn't all sit down and and share a Google Cloud, all right? A Google... A, a they Google. all had coffee. They right. sat down. So that's how it's going to be. We're going to start with Anakin, and we're going to end with Ray. No. <laughs> like, they didn't do that. Okay, Star Wars reference for anybody. Not a biblical reference. But, uh, but when I look at this, too, and, and I see what's going on here, when we talk about the, they, they're talking about, hey, when it comes to the women, she's like, hey, the women of the town actually say, hey, she's going to be like Rebecca. She's going to be like uh, Leah. And that is so important because what they're saying here is, you know what? They are looking at who she's called to be and what she's called to do, not at the brokenness or the past. All right. And oftentimes, as humans, we will look at somebody and ask this question, what's their value to me? Mm-hmm. Who are they? Why do you think guys, and no matter of fact, it's not just guys anymore. Why do you think people always say, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And what do you do for a living? Because I need to assess you to see if you're a type of person that I want to be around. 
I need to know if either you're equal to me or if you can add value to me. I need to know your profession to tell me if I should respect you or not and how much I should listen to you. That's kind of their saying here is like, hey, we know God's doing something here. We knew we know God's doing something bigger. And I want that type of heart set when I see people. I want to be able to be like, man, I wonder what God's doing with your story. I wonder what God's doing with this person's story. Instead of looking at their history, I'd rather put all of my cards, all of my hope, all of my effort into their present and their future. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a much better investment because you can never invest on somebody's past. Yeah. Well, that's what we do in ministry, period. We invest into people in knowing that leading them towards Christ is going to make them and their family and the people that they um, come in contact with better and better people. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. And you know, important thing is if you're in a walk right now and you hear people saying this, and this might be a small niche of people, but I hope, I, I hope this hits somebody's heart. Maybe it's just for one person. And you have that person in your life that is like, you know what? You're a world changer. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're good. And they've become like white noise to you, like background noise, like a, a fan that's constantly running. But you absorb every bit of what somebody else says that's bad and negative to you. Flip it, okay? You need to learn to make that negative sound the white noise and the encouragement what hits your heart. You need to look at yourself and say, you know what? Because that's what happened here is, these people that were witnessing the covenant, witnessing this contract between the re- the two redeemers, they were declaring something, all right? You need to get around people who are going to de- declare God's best in your life. That's what I love about our youth ministry, Pastor Christian and Pastor Keith and all of the teams that faithfully serve in our youth ministry scream at these kids, you're world changers, you're world changers, you're world changers. Man, these kids ain't never paid a rent, never grocery shopped, never changed a diaper, never done nothing, all right? And we're saying they're world changers. You know why? Because we believe they are. Mm-hmm. We believe they are, all right? And it isn't about what they're doing today. It's about what God's calling them to do. And we believe that they will respond to the call of God in their life. Why? Because they're faithfully putting the word of God in their heart. So and we've invested into them. So so what else stood out to you, Shanna? Um, so I just love how rich all of the Old Testament is oh, come in on. history, in culture. I mean, talking about the sandal and the the transition that they have there, the and just um, how going back through, we talked about the lineage and how it's the same in the past and in the future here. Every bit of this was so uniquely written and so with details, just so rich and perfect to line up with the truth that going back. There's solid proof that all of this happened in the Bible because of all these small details that you can go into history books and confirm that this is the most historically accurate book ever written. Ever written. And it's all these small details about the lineage and and the culture of how they did things and the buildings and where everything is placed and how long it took people to get there and all these historical events, they really happened. This is truth. Yeah. You know what I love about the also about the sandal is that the handing of the of the making of that contract, of that covenant, was a public declaration. And you don't need to live your entire life like this. But it's good to live elements of your life like this. All right. Notice Boaz and the guy didn't do everything like that. You know, like, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A today. We need to make this a public announcement. No. But some things you need to make a public announcement and stick to your word. 
to have a witness to, hey, say, hey, listen, I mean, if you're struggling with the sin, like drinking or, or whatever, you go to somebody and say, hey, listen, I'm going to, I don't, don't go to Facebook. I'm not talking about public announcement. I'm not saying that. And say, hey, you declare it. On a positive note, maybe you need to start writing a blog or making a vlog or stepping out and doing a small group, doing a gr- You need to step out and say, hey, guys, guess what? Um, this first of the year when the fast comes around, I'm going to start a group and I want to open it up to people to come in and get the word of God in them. Or I'm going to – and don't make it all self-help. Make it like stuff that other people can get blessed as well. One thing that's happened is like I know Nick and Shanna here have been like, we're going to start writing music and making music. And the mezzanine is about making some incredible music. Why? Because they stepped out and started doing it. And mezzanine has a Spotify channel now that has some incredible music on it. And if you have Spotify, go to uh, go to our channel, the mezzanine channel. Mezzanine, mezzanine Worship. Mezzanine Worship. And you'll get some incredible music. we got some more to talk about. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321 321- 783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Join Overlook Ministries on October the 17th at the Avenue Worship Center for the 8th Annual Overlook Fiesta Fundraiser. Overlook is a ministry faithfully serving East Coast Christian Center and Brevard County for 23 years, reaching out to the lost, homeless, and overlooked. The fiesta begins 7 p.m. on October 17th with desserts, inspiration, and community. Let's change the world one man at a time. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. breath. All right, everybody, we are back here. Ruth chapter four. I'm here with Shannon Langston. And man, it has been an incredible chapter. This has been super fun. I want to share this last like little verse in this last little moments we have together. It says, May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age. For he is the son of your daughter-in-law who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. I love that description. And I want, I want, I want my testimony to be like that for people. I want to be able to say, hey, you know what? That person was faithful. That person proved themselves true and faithful to God and to their their role in other people's stories. And 
that you, your presence restores people's youth. How do you do that? You be an encourager. You be loving that you wind up not being the police of everybody, not being that person that tells it like it is and you're not going to candy coat it and you just say the truth how it is. Normally, you're just saying your opinion and you're a lot more obnoxious than you think. Just nobody wants to tell you, I love you, but that's that's just most of the time how it is. But if you want to restore somebody's youth, you can encourage them, you can uplift them, you can be there for them. In all of their flaws, you encourage them, all right? And watch how they encourage you, all right? And it's a cool thing to see. And you, we all have better lives when we do it that way. So I tell you what, that's it for us, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.